But there was this one company, I think called Chop Sports Media. Chop Sports Media. Yeah. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of the Chop Sports Daily, coming to you live from the Flipping Made Easy studio right here in Matawan, New Jersey. It is Sturch. It is Gooch. It is Nick behind the glass. It is Madison in the house as well. Packed house, packed show, a lot of stuff going on. We hope everybody's doing well out there uh, on this Thursday, Thursday, as we inch closer to the grand finale of them all, and that be Sunday. We'll get into that in a little bit. But if you guys are watching this right now, on the old YouTube, be sure to go check out patreon.com forward slash chop sports. Uh, that is the way to pay for us. No, that is the way to watch us, support us, and all that stuff. Uh, is there a Patreon logo there? There we go, my man. Just I'm just like behind the eight ball here. Uh, but anyway, patreon.com forward slash chop sports. We appreciate you guys, uh, each and every one of you. Again, a lot more things coming to the dynasty members. And of course, if you're a $5, $3 member, uh, you have some you know discounts off the merchandise and stuff. I hope everybody bought some merchandise to wear on Sunday. And I'm not, I'm not actually like making that uh, like a requirement or anything like that. See how I didn't freak out? But I did anyway. Uh, anyway, so I hope everybody uh, supports us. We, we, a, uh, we appreciate you. And that's that. So, otherwise, Dat Chat. Be sure to head on over to Dat Chat right now uh, and join that as well. It is a um, an awesome social media program that we have that we're linked to. And yes, that is the Chop Sports Blimp or Zeppelin or whatever you want to actually call it. Uh, we're just going to change that every day just to see how much stuff that already actually has. Um, but anyway. Check out Dat Chat right now on Google Play and uh, iTunes. and other, It's a social media, blockchain, NFTs, all that stuff. Be sure to check out them along with HaterFantasySports.com. You definitely want to check those guys out as we gear up for football season. Yesterday, myself and Gooch dove into some fantasy mock draft, which kind of got the juices flowing, got the blood boiling a little bit. That's exactly what we needed. And, of course, if you're watching this on YouTube, please like the video. That's it. I'm out of here. Goodbye. I'm definitely circling Sturch on the schedule this year. No doubt about it. You're circling who? You, motherfucker. Uh, which schedule? On the fantasy football schedule. We you you declared war on me yesterday. I mean You did. So I mean I beat you on. in baseball. What else do I gotta prove? You know, I mean You sound a lot like the Mets right now. When'd you beat me in May? I beat you We're when you said talk. when you We're said gonna, you had a dominant team. I still feel my team is dominant. You see the trade I made yesterday? Yeah, way to get Vlad Jr. By the way, what a what a fucking fleece job that was from a guy Kyle who's basically out of it. He's already. definitely not out of it. He's, he's out a, of it. He's a game. He's a game and a half out of the playoffs right now. And Please. I will say this: that trade, it's not that wasn't a no brainer. Though he got some good players, he got two good pitchers, no question about it. One of one of I my mean, better that's, pitchers. That's to your standards. You think they're good pitchers, but Dude. maybe to the fantasy world, guys like Vlad Jr. should not be dealt. You know, just like there's a no tra- a no no drop list, there should be also a no trade. I disagree. List. I think Kyle's team is better. He's he's sitting good hitters, and now that he could start, and now he he had no pitching. Now he has two really good pitchers. Sam Grasso coming team. in saying you fleeced Kyle. Hey, I didn't fleece anybody. He got fleeced by himself. If anything, because he made the offer. I didn't. I didn't. I just, so he's given. He's waving the red flag. Kyle has done enough for no, Chop no, no. Sports. He doesn't need I, to give you Vlad Jr. I'm not. I feel good about the trade because I'm a I'm a lineup guy. Even though I understand that pitching wins in the fantasy baseball playoffs. Yeah. I just like to enjoy the guys that I have on my team night in night out. It's okay. more of a preference thing. But no, my team didn't get significantly better with that trade. It certainly didn't. In you fact, added one of the best hitters in baseball. Okay, but, but if you look at what 
just to break it down, Vlad's average is about 6.6 points per game, right? My first baseman at current is like 5.8. So I'm getting 0.8 on average per game at the first base position, but I'm losing two good starters that now I'm going to have to replace with other guys at the back end. So on I'll a week-to-week week, <laughs> week week basis, it may not work. I do need a, a starting pitcher if you need some bats. I do. I need, I need some bats because my guys are dropping off the planet. Anyway, interesting morning so far, by the way. These are the things that we definitely want to discuss um, in like in uh, behind-the-scenes action and stuff. We, have, we were talking uh, spirits. We were talking Loch Ness Monster. We were talking Bigfoot. We were talking all sorts of junk. And I think uh, we had a healthy conversation about uh, the afterlife a little bit. <laughs> so I think it's real. He doesn't. Um, has nothing, no, 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 no. I did not say I do not think that there's an afterlife. <laughs> I'm, I'm agnostic, so I have no clue what happens in the afterlife, and I'm completely content with that. What I do not believe in, however, is that you could summon a spirit and have a conversation with it through another human being. It's not a conversation. It's not Otome Miller here. It's Otome Brown. Otome Brown. <laughs> First of all, it's not that. It is literally a just a yes or no answer. So a conversation. No, so like a conversation you ask somebody a, a question. Uh, you ask somebody. All right. So. Anyway, can we get, can we get a little deeper into this? I because mean, the conversation is it does consist <clears> of like, can I ask you a question? Yes. All right. Are you here? Yes. Um, are you? I don't want to delve into like the personals of what just took place. No, in the don't office, do that. But that was a, a full-on conversation. What I just heard, no question about it. So I don't believe that. Anyway, no. if you want any uh, psychic medium Apologies readings, you can contact me at davechopsports at gmail.com. I'll help you out. I'll hook you up. Um, anyway, the barbecue, right? We're all gearing up for this. We're going to make our fun run over to Costco after the show today, get the burgers and the hot dogs and the, and the buns and the plates and all that fun stuff, gearing up for a massive party on Sunday. So look, I'm going to call for last call tomorrow. So if you are going to come to this party on Sunday, your last call and last opportunity to email that email, and it's on the thingy, right? It's chopsports.events at gmail.com. Unless I've talked to you in private, which, you know, they're like, do I have to send an email? I'm like, yeah, it would be great. But if you if you forget, don't worry about so it. Here's, but here's, here's the thing. Just do that. If you, please. If you do not email or let us know by Friday, you could come. You just got to bring a 30-pack. I like that. I like that. So if you have no RSVP ability, bring beer. And you'll be welcomed with open arms. Solid. And 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 empty bellies. So if there's anyone that has an email, <laughs> gladly just don't email and bring a 30-pack. <laughs> there you go. We have no issues with that. Uh, I found out some very disappointing news yesterday uh, before we get into all yes. these sports. No, I'm talking about school 14. Oh. Uh, <laughs> my elementary school is closing. Which school did you go to? School 27. We never lost a track meet. It's so funny that you say track meet because I remember... I've never been a fast kid ever. Um, I was quick. I played football, Dave baseball, was like, but basketball, that softball throw, and that. But the, no, but <laughs> I was good at that. Uh, I remember running the fifty-yard dash. Remember that was the thing, not the yeah, forty, yeah. the fifty. Do you remember your time in the fifty-yard dash? Yeah, it was pretty good. Uh, just do you remember Probably your time? Like seven flat, a little under seven. Seven flat. So I, the best I ever ran was a seven nine. Right, so it's like right there at the cusp of eight. So that means, uh, if you do the math, that means I run like a four four forty. That's that's just math. Nowadays, I don't know what else to tell you. I wonder if you were faster in fifth grade than you are now. That's actually a real question. What? Say that again. Like, I was definitely faster then. Yeah. Um, I guess it depends on the situation. Like, if somebody's chasing me, I could probably run faster now. Yeah, but when but you like add, when you add anxiety, you trip up. You could just fall down when you're when you're like getting chased. Like a, that shark adult, who was chased away from Megalodon. Like when you're when you're in fifth grade, like you turn it on and off plenty throughout the day. Where'd my the graphic The last time go? you turned it up, 100, percent 
you probably pulled something. So if someone was chasing uh, you and you had to give it a full it go, I don't know. That was weird. Uh, but anyway, yes. Yeah. So if you want to come to the party, uh, come to the party. We're very excited about it. We're gearing up for it. That'll be fun. But I was talking about School 14 closing. That was my elementary school. And I'm very disappointed about that because, again, that's that's like part of my part of my childhood. And it's, it's just gone. And I know Grasso's coming in saying that, you know, he can tell you what's going on. I know exactly what's going on. I was told the, the, the kid that told me, my buddy, Nick, he told me that he works for Woodbridge. So he knows that school 14 is just, it's crumbling on its foundation. Basically it's old as fuck, dude. It's like 1924 was built. You know how I know that? Because I think it was born the same year as my grandma. That's how I always kind of related it, but like, yeah, so it's old, right. And they never really did any improvements and the AC always sucked. And like, yeah, I get it. Probably not even a safe school for kids to go to at this point physically. But, again, nostalgia. And I know they're building up on School 25. They're building up on School 26. They're building a school in Avenel. So it's like they're definitely, like, compensating for losing a school. But it just it still sucks. On tomorrow's episode, we're going to cover the Woodbridge Township middle school situation <laughs> and followed by the high school situation on Monday. All right. Well, anyway, uh, <laughs> we're going to keep, yes, we're going to keep talking about stuff like that. Uh, including some more unfortunate sad news today. We start our show uh, sports-related with the passing of Tony Saragusa at the age of 55. This really stinks. He was a Jersey guy. He had a a, um, a, a restaurant called Tiffany's up in, on 46, I believe. I forget what town that is. I guess that's Ridgefield It's like Park? up north, probably like... I don't know. It's it's up north. He had a Totowa? Sure. That well, that that makes sense. It's up there. Uh, but anyway, our thoughts and prayers to that family, uh, dude. First of all, yes, on the field, fun dude. But off the field, like he he revolutionized the end zone cam. It was Moose Goose and and uh, what's his uh, Marva uh, Marv Albert's kid, Kenny Albert, Kenny Moose and Goose. That was the the you would go to Goose. He would make a joke. You'd make you laugh, and that was it. He was a fun dude. I found out a story yesterday about uh, Tony Saragusa that one day. He had a little bit of an on-field accident. He, then he was playing for the Colts. He shit himself. He shit himself. And on the field. So he, he knows this. He feels this. He's laying on his back during a play. And apparently, he was telling his teammates and everybody around him, I can't move. Basically pretending that he was paralyzed. And it was just so they got the stretcher to come out so he didn't have to roll over and show that he shit his pants. Yeah, them, legendary them all, move. Them all whites in the Colts unis, man. You're gonna <laughs> that would be scary sight. That's with a Tony. legendary the, move. The goose is loose. Yes, baby. absolutely loose. So nah, but shout out to the goose. To the goose what a great, sure. a great dude. Uh, fun loving guy. So our thoughts with him. Um, yeah. So like man. I said, hard hard news to swallow yesterday. But again, uh, and the Ravens had a bad day, man. It was it was Sarah Goose, and then I believe it was one of their first round picks. I forget, I'm sorry for remissing his name, and I shouldn't give it any less cred or any less uh, attention. Yeah, they did, they, but another 26 year old 26, kid. I would. I, was he a first rounder? Yeah, that's what I think. I believe they said that. Not that I, it, it doesn't. It doesn't. Well, I'm saying the caliber of kid. No, it's like, more you would important. Think, what the he's hell? A first rounder. Uh, yeah. But yeah, bad day for the Ravens um, and their franchise. So to put the mic in front of your face, so I know who you're talking about, so they know who you're talking about. Jalen Ferguson. Jalen Ferguson. Yeah. So R.I.P. and rest in, uh, and uh, thoughts and prayers to him as well. Um, we had some hockey yesterday um, as the Avalanche are now one win away from winning the Stanley Cup. Um, great game. Another overtime thriller, right? The crazy part about all this was that last goal. And I showed Madison that when she got in here because she wasn't aware of it. But, like, this was insane. The guy gets, obviously, a nice pass up front. He's cleared. He's got it one-on-one -on -one look with the goalie. He shoots it so hard on a wrister, goes through the top of the net and just chills there. And I'm just sitting there, and I'm like, wait a minute, where's the where's the puck, right? 
No, none of them, none of the announcers knew what the hell was happening. I listened to the Tampa Bay broadcast, and then I listened to the Avalanche broadcast. Tampa Bay broadcast screamed on the top of their lungs that Vasilevsky has saved it. Save! Oh, my God! Oh, my God! And I'm like, wow, did they really, like, did he save that, right? And then the Avalanche guy was, like, literally didn't know what to do. He put his broadcast on pause because everybody's, dan like, dancing around. Nobody knows what the hell. Next thing you know, three seconds later, the Colorado Avalanche are going absolutely batshit nuts because they just won the game. Crazy ending, crazy goal. The bitter part of it is the Lightning complaining about too many men on the ice. Now, let's let's not get let's let's call it how it is, bro. You guys pulled that shit off against the Islanders last year, so let's not cry about it. Now you're down three one. The series is pretty much over. Uh, you don't want to ever write off anybody or the two time defending champs, but I think it's over. Um, Unfortunately for Gucci, won't not be three peating. That's what I think. I mean, they do have a legitimate gripe. I didn't see it, nor do I actually care. But if it, if it was a penalty <laughs> uh -huh. or it was illegal, it has zero bearing on what happened last year. Maybe them complaining about it, you could say, oh, shut up. But at the end of the day, if it was a bad call, it was a bad call. Shitty but. way to lose a Stanley Cup game. Um, but I have another question about hockey. You ready for it? Is it, is it deep? It could be a little deep, but it's, I mean, it depends on the response, which I feel like it's not oh, going to go over wait, that well. I know where he's going with this, actually. So you said something to me this morning about a guy returning 18 days after thumb surgery, correct? Yeah, yeah right? he scored the winning so goal now, last night. Now, does that make it, like, that he's tougher because he came back 18 days after thumb surgery, or does it make it... Which translates like, in less than three weeks Yeah, but I'm curious surgery. to know, like, what other sport you could return in three weeks after thumb surgery, like... Baseball, you could never. It doesn't mean that they're not tough. I think that hockey's just way easier than every other sport. Oh, you, my God. I think, this is, this is what I think. Oh, my God. I, you guys can correct me if I'm wrong. No, I'll but, correct you. Um, <laughs> you, could, you could do this in any sport, I think. You could return from any, you know, quicker than normal. But when, you know, your team is up 2-1 in the Stanley Cup playoffs, have a, I have a chance to go up 3-1, you're going to want to play – I, I understand. I understand. So. Commendable. But the point that I'm making is like his ability shouldn't be there. How is he swinging a stick if he had a thumb surgery? Either A, it's not that hard, or B, his thumb really didn't hurt that bad and he's not that tough. <laughs> you see where I'm going with it, right? <laughs> yeah. Now, I, I'm, I'm just trying, trying to tread lightly here, I'm bro. trying I to just... troll the hockey situation. I also have a question about how Yarmor Yager played until he was 61 years old. <laughs> He and was an aging Yager. To me, Armour Yager was like a wily vet when I was born. And he just <laughs> retired last year. He played like 31 years in Kosovo in Russia. Middle of his career, comes back and he's still good. It just doesn't add up. I don't think that – I don't think it's that hard. Like I don't think hockey could be – stand on skates. I don't think hockey could be – well, that's because I didn't grow up with a frozen lake in my yard. <laughs> you could have went to the Woodbridge Community Center. Or any uh, other ice rink in New they Jersey. They did not have a, a ice rink when I was growing up in Colonia. Like the Woodbridge Community Center, that ice I know, rink is brand new. I, it's not brand new. I, I mean, it was like this, my second this is what job. I think. And I, I love the sport of hockey, but I it I think it is one of the more difficult sports to play because not only do you have to be, you know, have the balance on ice skates, but you have to have good control over your body and you know, you're swinging around a stick the whole time. It sounds so cute. <laughs> Hockey sounds like a cute sport. <laughs> if Actually, Madison was telling me that she she wished she played hockey instead of lacrosse. Yes, that's I, a true thing. I wish I, I played that hockey. Is true. I, I would have. I, I, listen, I drove the Zamboni There's, for five years. Okay, that's a true thing. And I played one game of adult beer league hockey. I played. Defense because I couldn't really go anywhere of, there's else. There's part of me that's trolling right here, but there's part of me that actually does have some of this 
deep in down inside core. my heart that I really oh do believe God. this. I don't think the best athletes in the oh, country this, are this playing a, hockey. This is a great comment to pull up. Goodrow had a broken ankle, reportedly, and only missed 11 games. Broken ankle. Not and this that. is my point. This is my point. It's like, bro, what sport are you playing on a broken ankle effectively if it was really like that hard? You know, like, been like, nothing like, but like what, what NBA player today. is returning on a broken ankle? None. What'd you say? None. That Chris has been nothing but out of pocket today. <laughs> well, I mean, I feel like I feel like this line. Wait, up. wait, time out. I'm I'm old. Out of pocket. Out of it line. Like Ridiculous. Just saying okay. crazy shit. Okay. So <laughs> 36. The fact that Yarmor Yager played for 91 years, the fact that these guys are returning that fast after injuries. Maybe they are tough guys. I'm not saying that they're not. They fight and shit like that. All good. They return with missing teeth and 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 stitches. I get it. But I don't think that hockey has the best athletes in the country. Not even close. Not even a shred close. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that it's really for everybody in this country because not everybody has the money to play hockey. Scoop not everybody in. has uh, the money to play tennis. Tim Riley Same coming deal. in. Wait, what? Ice, skate, <laughs> ice skating doesn't require your ankle? And then, obviously, Scoop coming. Ice skating is the hardest thing to do with an ankle broken. So I think that the, the whole ankle broken thing is a little embellishment. When I think broken ankle... I'm thinking like you know you're not you're on crutches you're in a cast so they were just like no 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 his ankle he, he's a hockey player he doesn't need the cast he no need he the, didn't he he didn't come off the ice he played two bro more have games. you ever broken your ankle or I, my brother broke his ankle I have not he, broken he wasn't, my ankle he was but. on crutches for seven months he didn't go there's no sport he and when played. he was down on his luck did you ever tell him that you loved him? <laughs> I did not right not one bit but I'm just trying to I'm 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 trying to deliver a point without. Like I'm a trying to troll, but mm. I'm also trying to deliver the point where where like I really do think that hockey isn't what everybody thinks it is in terms of like these tough guys that are coming out to play. I just think it's a little bit easier than All people right. think. All right, unpopular well, opinion. Yeah. Well, anyway, a very popular opinion is that Roger Goodell sucks, right? Yes. I mean, yes, that's a Kyle very easy opinion to come across. And um, has anybody seen Daniel Snyder? Is this a thing? Like. There is a lot of stuff going on that we kind of not, not swept under the rug yesterday, but like it, it developed a lot more yesterday with Roger Goodell on a Zoom call uh, for in front of Congress where he legitimately, no bullshit, lied to Congress. That's a thing. I'm not I'm not. This is not breaking news. This is not me making this up. He was asked a question about our good friend Dave Portnoy over at Barstool Sports about why he's. You know why he's uh, banned from football games, and the guy comes out and says, I, "I don't even know what you're talking about." Like that's not true, Roger. That's not yeah, true. There's, there's loads of information that are going to be in these. I can't wait for the John Gruden case to come out because I well, guarantee that, ooh, you, ooh, that, that, I have that written in. Like uh, that's in the commander thing. You but there's going to be it's going to shed some light on the Portnoy situation, almost guaranteed, right? Because Roger Goodell has to be involved in a lot of those emails. Um, what was going on? Like, I'm just so confused how Daniel Snyder just decided I'm nah, not going to go. Just right. Mm -mm. I'm going to leave the country. What does he think is going to happen? He's going to come back in a couple weeks and nobody's going to give a shit? Da Daniel Snyder has obviously been on everybody's shit list. Okay. He is obviously they did an investigation enough to warrant a $10 million league fine last year. Yet they didn't release any of the details as to what happened. But yet they'll, they'll release Gruden's emails, which... Pause. It's like strikingly eerily similar to what goes on in politics. Snyder complains that there's 50, 50, 5 0 people on social media conspiring against him. Like, this is not 
breaking news that Daniel Snyder is a piece of shit. There's no, there's no way around it. Now you have a new accusation coming out that you groped somebody on a team plane in 2014. It just keeps getting worse for this guy. So my question was kind of answered yesterday. I said, Goodell, just get, get rid of this guy. He called it the biggest embarrassment of his his entire career in the NFL, uh, Goodell. Because remember, he started as an intern, then worked in the office, then, then became Goodell commissioner. getting rid of Daniel Snyder would be like Nick coming in and getting rid of you. At well, that's, that's where I realized. The chain of command. That's I mean, where I realized that Goodell doesn't have that he's a, permission. However, boss. however, Roger Goodell has the power to tell all 32 owners that, hey, guys, on Monday morning, we're going to conduct a vote. Based off of everything we know about the Washington Redskins, commanders, football team, whatever the hell you want to call them, okay, whatever they've done in their past, which obviously is now storied and everybody knows about it and pimping out cheerleaders and doing this, that, and the third with your with the, the ticket sales and all this shit that the, the Washington franchise has done, on Monday morning, you're going to vote. Should Daniel Snyder be in the league going forward? It's a yes or it's a no. I find it hard pressed that one one NFL owner would say yes, he's good for the game. I have one good reason why Roger Goodell hasn't done this just yet, and it's because Daniel Snyder probably has dirt on Roger Goodell. What are we talking about here? What? There's no real reason. Is it the owner? Roger Goodell has the ability to. He just says he bring has it. no authority, which is he has no he has no authority to actually fire him. You can't just oust a guy like like he owns it. It's what are you going to steal the team from him? It's, it's, it's his. Just saying, dude, he paid for it, so it doesn't work that way. Just in life. Oh, ready, just, ready. This is a, a great question coming in from Bailey. Gun to your head. Who would you rather be the face of your franchise, Daniel Snyder or Deshaun Watson? <laughs> um, Both are complete honestly, dogs. Probably Daniel Snyder. I, yeah, I'm, I'm going to plead the fifth. <laughs> I mean, like gun to my head, one guy's got a lot. I'm more taking money. a bullet on that one. <laughs> like, right? I, how am I going to? How am I going to justify one over the other? They're both dogs. They're both pieces of garbage. They're both got caught doing shit that they should have been doing. And one of them's about to get suspended for a year. One of them's about to lose their NFL franchise. I want neither of these clowns. Neither of them. It's that bad. It's so bad. It's just it's just nauseating how much Snyder has gotten away with and how much he's now being lackadaisical about all this shit and going on cruises or whatever the fuck he's doing by not going to con look, Roger Goodell I'm did a Zoom the, call. I'm taking the guy with billions of dollars. He did a Zoom call, Roger Goodell. So it wasn't like he was there. But so why yeah, couldn't so what, why Zoom, couldn't Daniel Zoom Snyder doesn't do work it? in Bermuda? Wherever fucking <laughs> Daniel Snyder was. Come on, Dan. That, Get it together, bro. Just that, give it up already. Just go. It's not like you won't make a shitload of money. Sell it. And then, yeah. Sell. Right. Go and then, away. And then, guys like, and then guys like, uh, unfortunately, guys <laughs> like Ron Rivera, who's a good dude, right? Like, apparently, and what people have said about him. He goes out there like, don't worry, you know, don't worry about the past. We're changing the culture. The culture can't be changed until Snyder's gone. Like you cannot, it's not, I don't care who you hire as president of the team or who you hire as head coach or who your quarterback is. It doesn't matter. The culture starts all the way at the tippy top. And this is a guy coming from a guy uh, who, who's a Cowboys fan and Jerry Jones is at the top of the Cowboys. He ain't the cleanest. Okay. He's, he's got some checkered past. He's got a shitty situation. And would I think that the Cowboys would be better off without Jerry Jones? Absolutely. Would they still be as profitable and good business and, and the Forbes best richest team in the world probably not but again culture you want to talk about culture you got to remove the guy at the very tippy top of all this shit and that's daniel snyder i think he needs to go gots to go you agree yeah, yeah. all right i mean daniel snyder's been had to go he's 
It's been like four years overdue at this point. It's what mi- billions of dollars will do for you. Oh, Tim Riley actually coming in with a really good point. And let's be honest, we know at least one owner who was indicted for being a scumbag in a massage parlor in Florida, he would probably revo- uh, vote not to remove Snyder. So it's like, yeah, maybe these crickety old men are, would like still side with this yeah, bastard. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. It's like these guys are... They're all boys, Dave. Like, what are they going to do? You're going yeah, to get, a, get a 20, you're gonna a, get 24, a 32. It's like, how many things? You're going to get somebody that Daniel Snyder is like, bro, I know what you did last summer in the... Great movie. You know, when we <laughs> when we were in, in, in Cabo together with the hookers, if you if you vote me out, then I'm going to tell everybody what you, who knows so you, what's going on. That, These guys have been what? doing That's this shit together only, for a long time. That is the only thing I can think of is that, that, that Snyder has shit on everybody. Or at least enough to keep him around. As long as he's got eight people under his under his thumb, he ain't going nowhere. He probably does because that's you what you would assume. It, he's been in, he's been investigated uh, investigated for how long? Is this been going on for now? But there's times when when Congress is stepping in now. It's been a while. It's been like this isn't the first rodeo. He's been like ten years, maybe ten plus years of of bullshit. At least when you look at how long he's been investigated for, it's irrelevant. It's like when when what are they investigating? Shit that happened starting when? In, like, 2002. Right. Know? So this has been a long time coming for no, this I'm guy. I'm saying, cause, so now, since that's all that, that's been going on, he definitely could have hired some sort of investigator to go get shit on all the other owners. Of course. Oh, well, all that's, the money that's, in the world, yeah. I mean, you ever watch go- Ozark? That's, like, what do they all do? It's like they just get dirt on each other. Great. And I know they're talking about politicians and shit, but it's the same thing. Same exact thing. It's all blood money after all. Anyway, um, speaking of money, I got a question for all of you that are watching today and every day because this guy <clears throat> is one of our boys. He'll be showing up to the party on Sunday. We're talking about Michael Fusco of the Fusco Insurance Agency. Are you worried that you're going to run him out of money when you retire? I know I am because apparently people my dad's age are not having any money to dip into in retirement because the economy is so goddamn good. But it's time to stop worrying. You got a guy like Michael Fusco, you could stop. You could stop worrying. Start planning. A comprehensive retirement plan gives you security and greater control over your money. Michael Fusco can help. As president of the Fusco Insurance Agency, Michael can work with you to create a comprehensive retirement plan. He'll explore using life insurance and annuities to help you build a more secure future so you can worry a little bit less now. Call 718-701-5787 to schedule your complimentary consultation. That's 718-701-5787. Guarantees and protections are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company. Some insurance policies are not available in all states. Gooch, talk to Marty, the Manscaped Martian here as he pops up on the screen. Tell the folks about Manscaped.com. Yes, yes, yes. Head on over to Manscaped.com and use the promo code SHOPSPORTS. You receive 20% off your entire order and free shipping anywhere in the world. So introducing the Platinum Package 4.0. Inside the Platinum Package, you'll find the Lawnmower 4.0, the Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer, Ultra Premium Body Wash, Ultra Premium 2-in-1 Shampoo and Conditioner, Ultra Premium Deodorant, not just for your balls, for your armpits as well, Crop Preserver Anti-Chafing Ball Deodorant, that's for your balls, and mm. the Crop Reviver Ball Toner Spray, Anti-Chafing Boxers, and the Shed Travel Bag to hold your goods while traveling. What's up, guys? It's Sturge from Chop Sports, and today I'm here to finally deliver some new happenings with our friends over at Absolute Eyewear. You already know the deal. They're stocked. They have the biggest brands, including Ray-Ban, Polo, and now introducing its newest player to their star-studded lineup, Oakley. 
They work with all your major insurance companies, including BCBS, AARP, and so much more. If you check out Absolute Eyewear in Woodbridge, New Jersey, next to the train station, you'll receive $100 off any prescription frames and lenses. That's $100. Check them out right now by either calling 732-326-3937 or visit their website, absolute-eyewear.com. Tell them Chop Sports Sturch sent you. It's a lot of stuff, and it's actually yes. in the picture right there. If you so. look at the robot, is that what we're calling a Marty? Because I, I, I feel like that Marty. Is, I feel like that's a, a band that played in like the Marty early the Martians. 2000s, Marty and the Martians. So we yeah. should probably big fan of Don LaGreca. By the way, shout out to that. ESPN, uh, the ten, the Michael K show. And I'm a big advocate for the Michael K show, right? Because I love Don LaGreca. Again, Don LaGreca's brother Dave my broadcasting teacher at the Connecticut School of Broadcasting. So I have a little bit of a past with those guys. And, of course, still friend of mine through the wrestling community. But, like, I'm looking at um, I'm looking at the show yesterday, the Michael K. show, and I um, Rob hit me up. He goes, yo, Michael K. is teasing this massive, massive announcement at 4 o'clock that's going to shake up everything. You better be listening. I was like, yeah, of course. I love that show. I'm here. So, like, I downloaded the ESPN app, which, by the way, way to – make me do that you know to listen to that because they're not even available on odyssey but um so i download it i'm listening you know what the announcement is the groundbreaking announcement that they they teased on twitter and had everybody tuning in for peter rosenberg is engaged oh man i've had so many good lucky uh jokes that i had to refrain from <laughs> first of all I, I'm not going to tell anybody how to live their life or how fast to rebound off your last relationship. But I will say that was a nothing burger. And I will see those guys on July 1st as Chop Sports invades Bar K. Uh, when I say invades, it's probably just going to be me and Scoop going down to Bar A and having some drinks for the Michael K show. Again, love the show. Just think they really uh, they teased us way too much yesterday. We're us as in the listener, not you. You know, you know, I, I listened a little bit beforehand and they were talking about how Everybody is speculating that Peter is going to get fired. Yeah, yeah. Well, look, not for nothing, but there's a large consensus of of people who don't like Peter Rosenberg as a, as a sports analyst. I know you're one of them. Um, I don't like him as an anything analyst. You don't even like. You're a big rap guy. You don't like him as the Hot 97 so morning guy. Cringe. He does that, not belong. Just get get off. I don't. First of all, I don't listen to Hot 97 anyway. But oh no. I just don't listen to the radio. Who listens? Who radio. Listens, who's listening who needs to the radio? Who's listening? If you want to listen to music, you're not listening to the radio. If I'm listening to the radio, it's going to be sports. That's it. Yeah, okay. that's pretty much what it's I do. But yeah, so anyway, there's a big, big population that doesn't like that don't like um, Peter Rosenberg. And, and again, there was rumors that they were going to remove him, try to burnt, like boost the ratings because uh, Carton and Roberts get rid of Michael K. Carton and Roberts are crushing it right now. They have the New York market on lock for the last couple months, so. They got to do something, and maybe the beach bash, <laughs> maybe the beach bash Get out is what um, is what helps him. Because again, that's I don't see the thing though is I don't think he's that bad because he breaks up, you know, because Don and Michael can talk about sports and everything like on and on and on. And he kind of breaks that up a little bit to add a little bit. Yeah, but if you're looking for sports talk, but yes, right. If you're looking for sports talk, and he comes out there with his. You know, his fa- he, he's a fanboy of, like, all the Boston teams, I believe. He's a Celtics guy, a Bruins guy. I feel like if uh, I... He, no, he's actually a Washington like Commanders fan, which is weird. And I didn't have to listen to him talk about sports, I would still not like him. Like, just by the <laughs> way he his mannerisms, I don't know. Maybe I'm being a douche, but Peter Rosenberg just seems like a non-likable guy. Yeah, no, I, and I agree. LeGrec is the best. I think he should have his own show. So maybe I'll have him on this show one day. He's a, he's a great announcer for uh, hockey. He is, he and he's not even a Rangers fan. He does the Rangers games. He's a Devils fan. 
That's how you know you're good when you can throw all that emphasis behind a call. Speaking of and, and not um, actually give a shit, who's doing games and, and all this? Sh- Did you listen to the radio broadcast with the with the Islanders hockey guy? What's his name? The Islanders hockey yeah, guy. Yeah, he's doing instead of John Sterling on the road games. The Yankees are replacing Sterling with like just random people here. Or there. Are you? Ca- oh, you wait can't a minute, replace I did. John Sterling. Yes, you absolutely can. No, <laughs> you, absolutely you absolutely need absolutely to. Absolutely need to at this. But point. wait, well, there's random guys he, filling in for road games. For road games, John Sterling is pretty much out on the road. Going forward. Really? Yeah, that's that was like they announced that a couple What gave weeks you that back. idea? The fact that he just can't see well, anymore? It's, it's him. Like he, him traveling. He's 84. So is he really that old? Yeah, bro. He's he's Damn, bro. He's getting into, like the Bob Shepard range, so, bro. It's just when I'm listening to these guys, they're doing games. It's hard. I get it. He's not a, a Yankees guy, but he's talking about watching these players. He's like, oh, I watched. Uh, he played twenty games in the Dominican in the summer league. Uh, I watched. It's like, bro, you didn't watch those fucking games. <laughs> Shut your mouth right now. Shut liar. your mouth. What a liar. Susan Waldman talking shit about the oh, Tropicana. Is, Tropic is she field. traveling? Anybody here, Susan Waldman? Yeah, oh. bro, she wouldn't. What? She she drinks two thirty packs on a on a cross country <laughs> flight with Wade Boggs and then blew him after it. Oh my god. True story. Wade Boggs, John's. All right, I'll stop. That, so is, anyway. that is a great story. Is it a true story? Wait a minute. I think it is. But she the, got the, with Wade Boggs? Oh, I don't oh know about that part. God, I didn't know about that. The way, the That's whole hilarious. Wade Boggs, she used to be a beat writer for the Red Sox. Red the, Sox, uh, John. Red they, Sox, Sox, Cox. Yeah, a, John. They did an episode of, I don't know if you guys have watched, uh, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. They uh, did that's, it. His, that's his jam right there. They did I've it. tried to catch up multiple Bro, times. It's an episode where they all tried to drink a 30-pack and eat a whole My fantasy baseball chicken. team name is That's Baseball, Baby, because that's what Charlie says at the end of the episode. I got I do all the numbers. It's baseball, baby. They, <laughs> the whole objective was to, was to drink a 30-pack or and two 30-packs on a cross-country flight and then... Like the story was like Babe, Wade Boggs went four for four that day, so like you had to go get a base hit at the end, and Charlie's the only one that did it. He actually fucking got the base. <laughs> I gotta hit. see this episode. So what, good. This is down to be deep in the. And season. they're like, how does she know how many beers I drank, <laughs> sir? It's written on your shirt because they're marking them off on white t-shirts. So good. That's great. That is great. fantastic. Um, All right, so look. It yeah, is. Susan Waldman hates Tropicana Field. She let us know 39 times in the Well, broadcast. Tropicana Field's one of the worst fields in oh, all of baseball. John, yeah. Is that with the white ceiling that they yeah, can't figure like, out? Like, the the in here, like, no, they were the like, they were like it's an abomination. She's like, this place is an abomination. <laughs> it was like 10 minutes after the, the topic. No way did she, she say that. She kept going. She's like, this, this, it this design is an abomination. The, the whole, oh, my the whole gosh. Where, Susan like, depending on where it hits in the fucking roof shouldn't be a thing. Speaking of announcers... Did you think Keith Hernandez ever asked uh, Francisco Lindor about <laughs> his knob on the plane? Fantastic, fantastic makes moment. Him feel, wow. Oh the boy. Mets announcers are so much better. When I say so much better than the Yankees announcers, I'll I'll lower the Yankees announcers and raise the Mets and listen to two separate games just because I can't do John Sterling or Michael Kay. Oh, I don't actually do that. but um, yeah. Well, John Sterling, I'm, I'm very surprised about the whole giving up the road games thing. But anyway... So, anyway, the NBA draft is tonight. And for all you NBA fans out there, all three of you, um, it's it's a big time in the NBA. And then, look, uh, the Knicks are picking at 11, so that, that's where my interest will be. Um, right now, I'll pull up the opposing. This is Now, listen, this is a graphic that I made the other day. The odds have changed dramatically since. But this is what we're looking at as far as the potential top five picks in the draft. And we're talking about Jabari, uh, Jabari Smith, Chet Holmgren, uh, Bonchero, Jaden Ivey, Benedict uh, Matherin, Math- whatever. Matherin. Sure. So those guys are your projected top five picks in the draft. Now, both based off of what everybody is kind of saying now and leading to alluding to now is that it looks to me that Jabari Smith is going to be a magic. 
Yeah. If, I, if I'm not Is like... Woj tweeted this morning, yeah. I think like an hour ago, that yeah. the, the one through three are pretty much locked up. Jabari Smith, Chet Holmgren, and then the um, Banchero... Oh. Pat Mahomes lookalike or, or or lack thereof. You think he looks sure. like? I'm looking no, right at him. No, you don't him. remember the Formula One situation where there, there was like a British announcer that was going around and interviewing people, <laughs> and he went up to Paolo Benchero and that he tried, was him. Yeah, and he oh, was interviewing. No thought he was Pat Mahomes. That's hilarious. I knew that. I knew there was a mistake. Yeah. In, well, I didn't you, know it was Benchero. Sound like Kermit the Frog. Then, yeah. then that you can really make that difference. I would, so I mean, as he far looks as like he sounds like Kermit as, the Frog. As far <laughs> as Jabari Smith goes, from everything that I've read, he's a big. He's a six ten guy. He averaged sixteen point nine a game. He's a lockdown defender, so a two way player. I know everybody's big on two way players now, so maybe he is the overall consensus number one. The more the, the concern I have is with J, uh, Jaden Ivy, and that's what people have been said or rumored to want to trade on up to get this guy at four and my thing is why is he sticking around till four if he's so good but again the first two picks are massive dudes like obviously um smith is 610 and obviously chet holmgren could it of be Gonzaga a, could it be a Dwayne, a Dwayne wade situation all over again where it was like mellow darko lebron and then Dwayne wade was kind of the afterthought but was probably the star player right out of the gate in I, that draft i mean well they're saying this guy so. the, the benedict kid is apparently the best small forward in the in in the entire draft, and they got him slipping all the way to eight. So it's really all about team needs. So when you look at the top of the draft, you got the Magic obviously doing their thing, the Thunder who are apparently going to take Holmgren as their their new middleman. It's hard for me to get behind the Chet Holmgren bandwagon. I think it's a good fit for him though because isn't Suggs from uh, Gonzaga as well, and he's on OKC. I could be wrong. No, Maybe Suggs is, he's Suggs on, is on, he's on Orlando. Orlando. So then I am wrong. I I thought there was a good chance that those two were going to end up playing together. So apparently, uh, for ninety cents a day, you could feed Chet Holmgren, according to Sean Redden. Who, will, by yeah. the way, he came in really early, and he said that they had a there was odds of him winning cornhole at the party. I think he's at minus two fifty. So he's a heavy favorite to heavy, win that heavy, heavy favorite. favorite. But anyway, so he's coming in saying feed the guy. Uh, Tim Riley said Holmgren didn't do the physical or release his health records to teams. Like, it's because what's he, the release? It's You're seven foot tall, and you weigh pounds, teach. and doesn't want people to know. That is, and I mean, that's the one thing though is these seven foot athletes have pretty much been proven to have a very long and lengthy injury history and or injury problems. Like, I mean, reminds me of Greg Oden. Greg Oden, Porzingis, you know, all these guys. Not like Porzingis has what? Has what I think, torn his ACL I think six the times idea the with the Chet Holmgren situation, the fact that they're calling him even remotely close to his center boggles my mind. He's seven like, foot tall. I don't give a fuck. Like, what else Giannis, is he going to play? Giannis is seven foot tall. He's not listed as a center. You got guys but like could KD is 6'11". He's not listed as a center. I feel like his game more lines up to a Kevin Durant's type of game. He's an he average guy. He, I, he's not definitely not banging down low at any of the bigs, and not like any bigs really do that anymore. We know the NBA has changed a lot, so I don't think like his size necessarily matters the way it would have it maybe ten, even fifteen, even five. Yao years Ming, ago. another one. Tim Riley coming in. Yao year. Ming had a really good career though. Um, but now the the thing about this, like I'm looking at this draft, and again, I did some research on some of these players. Um, Chet Holmgren being a, a, basically a walking double double, you know, averaging fourteen. And uh, what happened there? All right, we're still on? Yeah. Okay, it's, it's on me. Averaging 14, a, um, whatchamacallit, 14 and 9. So he's averaging a double-double. So that's, again, great player, clearly. But I need to know who the, who's the best three-point shooter in the draft right now. Because that's the guy I want, you know? I don't know. That's I, the guy, I mean, that's, not, that's the way of the world now. I always so, have a hard time getting into the prospects in the NBA because there's so many, There's there's not as... Is many and they're from everywhere. So there's like guys that I've never seen play. There's G League guys, there's European guys, 
It's just a difficult situation. But I like the the trade aspect of the draft. Are we we're on? Good. We're good. No, she's saying no. On the Wi-Fi, we're not. But on the hard wire, we're good. Yeah, but she's on the YouTube. There's no, there's no picture. All right. It's that happened just now. Internet kicked. Yeah. No, I don't think it was an internet thing because everything else is still running. So it's the camera. I'm on my hotspot again. The camera's not on. It's not on. No. Is it we on have now? Audio. audio. We do have audio. Yeah. Is the camera on now? No. Okay. Can you flip the camera from a camera to on? Um, yeah. I mean, we're all there. So help her out, please. No, no, no. It's all good. But anyway. Um, yeah. <laughs> Ibby's coming back in saying, "I'm." oh, it, that fell out? Okay. So Ibby's coming in saying he's waiting for The Undertaker to come out from this darkness. He thinks that once, once the darkness is back... Uh, you'll hear the big gong, hey. and then all of a sudden, hey, there we are, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, so anyway, sorry about that, folks. Parks yeah, so closed. Chet Holmgren is, is really skinny. <laughs> That's the breaking news so, that we're getting. So with him, he finished the uh, season last year with 60.7 uh, uh, field goal percentage and 39 three-point percentage. Um you want me to go through all the processes? No, 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 uh, no. <laughs> so, but no, he, no, no. Like I'm seeing. All right, so Ivy apparently is. Oh, he's the point guard. He's the one that I want the Knicks to kind of. Apparently, that's what I don't say. I can't say I want them to do this because I, I truly don't know what the Knicks are going to do. If they're going to sit there at 11 and just wait or trade up, but I'm wondering which pieces are they trading? The, obviously, the 11th pick to trade up, but what? Who else can they move on from? I need Scoop. I need Kyle. I need guys like that. Who else can the Knicks package to get all the way up to four to get Ivy? Apparently, Ivy's, you know, six foot, 200 pounds. He's fast. He's improved his jump shot over the last, about, I guess, the, the back end of last year. Uh, he doesn't move a lot without the ball. So, I, I mean, that's alarming to me. Like, when you're a point guard, yes, you're the facilitator, but you better also be getting open as well. So, if he's just kind of standing around watching, I don't want a player like that. But, apparently, multiple teams are interested in trading up for this guy. Um, I feel like the Knicks would have to come off a little bit too much because of the amount of teams that are willing to move up and try and get him. Uh, I don't. I know that nobody wants to play in Sacramento, so hopefully for his sake, he doesn't get stuck going there. But more, more importantly than the draft, in, in my opinion, because I don't know shit about these guys yet, mm -hmm. I'm more of an NBA guy than I am a college basketball guy, admittedly. Um, so outside of the top five, I'm I'm largely in the dark. I like looking at the potential trade rumors and and the rest of things that are happening amongst the league. The people that I understand what's going on with, like a Jeremy Grant type situation going to Portland. That all of a sudden that Portland team just dramatically improved, not only with Grant, but you got Dame and now you got the eighth pick in the draft. They can all of a sudden become players in the, I feel in the like West. I read in a few things that they're potentially looking to trade the eighth pick to Toronto for the OG Anunoboy or whatever. I can't pronounce his last name. OG or AG. Yeah, OG Anobi. Anunobi. He's a rookie. And it's the in. seventh pick, right? The Blazers have the seventh pick. Th oh, the Blaze. Oh, I'm sorry. Seventh pick. I'm sorry. Yes. Seventh, not yeah. eighth. So Dame coming back healthy, they're trying to make a little push here. They need a defense. They got a really good perimeter defender, a guy that could score and play defense. I feel like Jeremy Grant's a really good fit on any team. Last year, I thought he was potential to get moved because Detroit was so bad, but they ended up sticking with him. And now he gets to go to a place where I don't think Portland's going to really make a push, but it's a team where they're going to probably be a playoff contender again, right? Portland mm -hmm. with Dame back, and, and you add Jeremy Grant to the mix. I feel like Portland's at least trending back up in the year where Damian Lillard is potentially entering free agency, right, yeah. Dame, after this season. So mm -hmm. they're at least trying to fix things in Portland. Um, more news on the DeAndre Ayton front, and 
now that Jeremy Grant is moved out of Detroit, there's potential that Detroit is making a big push to get DeAndre Ayton. And they're sitting at five right now. They're at five, correct. Yeah, so they, you think they would package to get – is Ayton worth the fifth pick in the draft? I don't know. I think yeah, because he was drafted second or first overall. I get that, he has he has got some mileage on him now. Like, not really. I mean, like a couple years. I'm not saying. Listen, I'm not saying he's, yeah, he's DeAndre Ayton's not. He's he's 24, 23 years old. So it's or maybe 25. I don't Andrew, know. he's uh, young enough. Kerms came in before Kyle Kerms. Andrew Nem, uh, let's see, Nembhard is projected to go number 20. He's the only true point guard in the draft. That's where he wants the Knicks to get. So, but then what the hell is Ivy? He's not a point guard. I mean, true point guard. He's a guy that's going to score a lot. You want a guy that's going to be a facilitator. That's what Kyle is talking about. He wants like a true point guard, not a Steph type of point guard, not a John Morant type of point guard that their first thought is to take a shot. Did you? He wants guys that are going to sh- pass the ball. Jason Kidd. Did but, you see? Did you see the, what Scoop put in the chat this morning about the Knicks that they have not re-signed a draft pick since Charlie Ward? Like, every single first-round pick that they've had since 1994. So they can't even keep their own players. That's they why they can't, they can't get can't a free agent. Nobody own wants That's to go why, there. It's crazy. Look, Kyle, it's funny because I, I, I direct this right at Kyle because he's the one saying, oh, they got this young core and they got this nucleus and they're, they're growing. They always have this kind of thing where they got their next best guy and they got the next thing. Like, they had the Porzingis of the world. And I get that there was a, it was a bust of a pick. But then they got Frank Nelikina and everybody's thinking, oh, he's the next, he's a great defender. Oh, we're going to build around him. He's gone. They can't keep anybody in New York. And I think it's because James Dolan sucks. And until that guy, we were talking about owners before sucking in this world. James Dolan is the reason why half these guys aren't sticking around. They haven't kept a number one pick since 94. They've all been gone. Traded, released, I mean, let walk. I mean, like, to be fair, what are we doing? To be fair, a lot of their number one picks haven't been good either. So they've drafted really bad. So most of them, they just didn't want to keep around. I don't know how many of their number one picks have they gotten since 94 went to another team and had success. Like, well, then they don't know, know what they're doing, Kyle. Like Kyle's saying they don't, they don't walk away. They, they get cut or they get traded. Well, then, then, then the front office doesn't know what the hell they're doing. So how, how do you get confident about that? So like, am I confident that the Knicks are going to trade up today and make a big splash no. in the draft? No. And no. If, 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 even if they do, bro, even if they do, maybe they'll make a push. Maybe they they'll pick a, make a push for the wish version of of Jokic. Did you see this guy's name, Nikola Jovic? <laughs> so he's like, he's just like Nikola Jokic, but not. He's just a wish version. He's six seven. He's like a, a little smaller, or six eight. So he's just exactly what I said. Kyle said before that you know the Joker becomes a, a free agent after twenty twenty three. He's like, oh, maybe they're in play for that. I'm like, are you nuts? Like, th- th- nobody wants to come to New York at this point, bro. We saw it with Durant. We saw it with LeBron in the decision. We saw it. Nobody wants to play for this team. And then, fine, if they didn't walk away and they got cut or traded, that means that the team is in disarray every single year. Last year, not this past season, the year before that, was a goddamn mirage, bro. This is why I can't get excited about the Knicks because they just don't know how to we build all knew, a team. I mean, I knew it was a mirage, but... But I'm saying you become a four seed, then you miss the playoffs. How is that building? How is that trending up? It's not. It's not. They just, the problem, and this has been happening for so many years now, too. The problem is they don't keep, they don't, um, they don't keep the young talent long enough to really develop them. And no, I don't, don't think they have it. the correct staff to develop these. They talent, don't get young talent. They got fucking, uh, what's the guy? What's the, the GM? Uh, Steve Stout? I don't, I don't fucking know. Yeah, no, it's like, it's, it's like just personalities, not basketball people. Yeah, no. It's like Mayock. Right. It's, it, uh, I'm thinking of the wrong guy. Worldwide. Who's uh, not worldwide? Um, World West? 
Does that make sense? No. That doesn't make any sense. World, uh, what the fuck is the name? Somebody help me out here. I'm it's, confused I, where you're going. I'm pretty sure the Leon Rose. Are we, isn't are we Leon thinking Rose of a name? Leon Rose sucks too. But like, are we I'm, trying to think of a name of a GM? No, uh, it's, it's like a Wide West. But I, World I, Wide West. Nickname. That's who runs the Knicks. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. Then now, now you understand my gripe. These are not basketball people. They, you know who are basketball people? The guys that run the fucking Warriors. Chance, you know why? Uh, any because chance they drafted Aaron Fox gets moved tonight if they can't move off the four pick. hundred uh, percent. You think so? I, like this, if they, is the, this is the thing. I don't know how he hasn't gotten moved yet because he's been in a dumpster fire every single year so far with the Kings. And I, at this point, I'd, I'd be fed up if I was him because he, he's, yeah, they're, I mean, wasting, like, but he's they're wasting he's, a great talent. He seems to be the guy, type of guy that he hasn't really spoken up too much. Steve Stout, by the way, was the guy. But he's a head of marketing, no basketball operations. But still, like, market our team then. Market as a destination to be here because they're not right now. It's horrible. And part of that is... Nobody wants to go play for J- for James Dolan. No, that's the whole. It's not part of it. That's it. Finally, AJ AJ's speaking to the masses here. Okay, he's speaking. Well, at least the normal masses here. I'm a Knicks. He goes. I'm a Knicks fan, but this team has given zero hope with our track record. Two stars in the past of ten years. Two stars, and could only and only one could shoot the ball, while the other punched a hydrant and was never the same. Like that's the Knicks in a nutshell, bro. It's an, it's unfortunate. I'm waiting for the Knicks to make a splash tonight. But again, can you get excited? R.J. Barrett, I like R.J. Barrett. Don't get me wrong. He could be an all-star. I think he's that good. But he what might, happens when might, his contract's he up? He might sneak into an all-star game in his career. Maybe. I think he's a little overrated. Sean brings up a, a great point here. Right. Right. People want to come to New York. Everybody, Brooklyn, New York. Everybody wants to go to Brooklyn now because of the way that th- things have been running with Brooklyn. And Bro, like, people want to go to Atlanta now in the NBA. People want to go. Nobody gives a shit about the, the Knicks. If they want to go to New York, it's more impressive to go into the garden and, and light up the garden for a night. Right. I went into the garden, dropped double nickel. Nobody's like, oh, I can't Nobody's wait like, to, oh, I can't I wait to play in the garden Knicks. 41 times. And I'm not saying that that's gone forever because the garden, when if the Knicks are playing well, like you're gonna see, the fans are so desperate for a successful team in the Garden that you saw what happened two years ago, where people get New York, more excited here. thinking that there's an actual yeah, chance. They're here, and um, look, actually, I'm talking about it right now. Atlanta Hawks uh, decimated them in the in the first round, or was it the first round? It was, wasn't it? Yeah, you know, right? know, you know what's kind of funny. John Collins might get traded to the Kings. The the other day, when, or last week, when I went to uh, when I went to the Yankee game on Thursday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> A whole chant of fuck Trey Young started breaking out. It's, like, it's, it's a forever thing. It's a forever so thing. Weird. Trey Young's going to be living rent free in Nick's minds for the rest of time at this point. And then that's why we rejoiced this year when Trey Young was bounced out of the playoffs. We're all like, this is amazing. Trey Young's gone. John, Con- John Collins being moved, though, that's definitely interesting because he. I feel like he's definitely been a very pivotal piece for the for the Hawks. Hawks. So to kind of move him to the Kings for what though? They're talking about Harrison Barnes, so it looks like it's a contract thing. I mean, because Harrison Barnes, it's not like they're, they're that's a not even a lateral move. See, they're now downgrading. I, think, yeah. I like Harrison Barnes. Yeah, he's a nice player, but he's way past his time. And even in his time, he was like a six man at best. Yeah. Collins is a is a bona fide starter. It's it's just so many. Yeah, here we go. I mean, there's just so much coming in from Kyle Mitch Barrett quickly topping the Knicks have never had young talent like this for and forever. Or, or this ever, I don't know how you guys don't see the difference. You're comparing them to the Knicks teams who were in last place with no cap room. Dude, I'm just comparing this team to the teams that I've seen within the last decade, 20 years, where nothing's happened. So because you see a good nucleus, right, all these young guys, when their contracts are up or close to being up, they will be dished. 
They will be traded. It's not like RJ Barrett's going to get Knicks. offered a max contract to stay. And if they do, they're handcuffing themselves. So who's the guy out of the name people that you named, Kyle, that you think is going to be, you know, the guy that takes them to another level? When they're when their rookie deal is up, is there anybody that you see giving them giving a big deal to in their second it has run? Has to be RJ Barrett. It has At to be. But point. if that's the case, that's you can't a you can't situation. go nuts on Obi Toppin. You can't go nuts on these guys. Mitch Robinson, like the, yes, good players, fun guys to watch each and every night they're on the court. But this team is plagued. Okay, these are the and no offense to the Jets fans, these are the Jets. You know, every time you have this hype, hype, hype with young, 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 they don't deliver. And that's it. Like, am I rooting for the Jets this year to do good? Yes. But I root for the Knicks every year to do good. And this shit doesn't happen. It just doesn't happen. So the 4C was a mirage. Now you have a, a, a couple young pieces in place. Great. But when their contracts are up, they're gone. That's it. Like, they're, 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 it's over. You I got to see what that R.J. Barrett contract is going to look like. I feel like that's – it's obviously this season has to – it's going to be very telling. But let's just say he just doesn't improve on his numbers from last year and he's uh, pretty much they're, the same player, which I think is very possible. I think they're going to throw a stupid amount of money at him to convince him to stay. I, I mean, he probably, he probably does like playing in New York. That's fine. But I'm just saying if something doesn't change this year – when he's got to start thinking about his career and whether or not he wants to go second, somewhere. When that. the second pick overall re-ups with his team, he was the second pick, wasn't he, or third? He was third. Th- yeah, that was the right, it was Zion, Zion and, job and, and him. I mean, it's, 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 I feel like it's, it's going to be an overpay. But. I mean, I'm about to blow an absolute gasket, and I don't want to do that. Not today. I'm not in a mood for it. But it's just like this is the argument that will go like this and this and this around and around and around. Kyle, you can't tell me that that being a Knicks fan right now, you you might be the most optimistic Knicks fan I've ever heard. You sound ready for this. I know this is gonna even self detrimental. You sound like a Cowboys fan. You know what I mean? Like the Cowboys are always loaded with all this young talent, and when it comes comes time to contract, when they do resign them, oh, their contract sucks. You know, oh, we'll let them go. Oh, we can't resign. The Knicks are not a destination right now. They have young kids who they've drafted. They're not bringing them back. And when I say they're not bringing them back, they will ship all these mother effers out of New York before they even have a chance to resign them. You say, oh, next year they're gonna fucking they're I gonna resign. Agree. They're gonna I resign agree, quickly. Though. They're gonna I resign do, RJ I, Barrett. They're not resigning any of these guys. I agree they're with all Kyle gone. That they haven't let any good talent walk. It's been since 1994. Had, but they what? haven't had good talent the, the, that they drafted that let, they let walk. They're just bored drafting well for fucking not, 25 years. That's what I'm saying. Okay, cool. So you have these guys on your team. Wonderful. What the fuck have they done? They've done nothing. Zero. This is the other thing, too. Zero, yeah. bro. And I'm not even trying to, like, again, this is the argument. You're going to come back like, well, you know, they let in uh, this category and this blah, blah, blah. And, like, and I believe it. I believe everything you're about to say. I believe everything you're about to say about the young team that we have, right? And that's great. That's wonderful. I'm a Knicks fan. I hope for this shit. You just can't see me getting optimistic. I'm sorry. You're going into a draft tonight in which all the rumors have said they're going to trade up to get Ivy. You don't even like Ivy. So if they bring Ivy on, what happens next? He becomes another Charlie fucking Ward stat and doesn't get resigned when his, when his contract's up. That's it. They let these guys go. They've traded away Porzingis. Neil Aquina sucks. They all stink. I sound like Jimmy Palumbo now. I'm going to jump off a fucking G-dub. Like that's, I, I don't want to do that and I don't want to be that guy, but the Knicks have done nothing, nothing, zero burger for the last 25 to 30 years of life. Don't give me, oh, well, they did good the shortened season. Or, oh, they went to the championship and lost to Duncan. None of that shit's good, man. No rings, none. Zero. So don't just don't come at me with all these like, oh, well, this guy's contract's up and he'll be cheap and they got all this cap room. 
Joker, LeBron, Westbrook, any of these guys to become free agents ever. They never once said, you know what? I'm thinking about going to the Knicks. Because none of them do. The Knicks stink. Their organization stinks. Their owners stink. Everybody stinks. They fucking blow. Knicks well, stink. Westbrook might, might huh. rethink that now because he sucks anyway, so. What? I said Westbrook. I'm Westbrook talking about when he was in right. prime Westbrook oh, okay. shape. You know what I'm um, saying? When the guys come free agents, they don't come to New York. They go to Brooklyn. They don't even. They don't Kevin even, Durant, they don't even, That thought I doesn't did, even I run totally through did their not minds. The NBA draft to incite a riot in Dave's brain. <laughs> <laughs> Complete I, riot. Um, nobody gives a fuck about the Knicks. It's like hockey, except Kyle and you, apparently. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying. Telling you, hockey's great. You, you, like, it, it's like this, right? So the Cowboys, the Giants, the Jets, every team in the NFL, when draft day comes, right, you're optimistic that whatever guy you get in the first round will change your team in some way, shape, or form, right? I'm here to tell you that no matter who the Knicks take in this year's draft, it will not matter. I don't. I don't it believe will in that. I don't. I don't believe in matter. that absolutism because it, they Absolute could, eyewearism. They can one hundred percent draft <laughs> a player that changes the, the the face of the the whole entire franchise. One hundred percent. It's happened before. I don't think it's like likely, but I don't. I won't co-sign the absolutism. Whereas they they can't do well at all in I'm this so, draft. I, no. 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 I'm sorry. Kyle just said Melo, Amari, Tyson Chandler, arguably a top five free agent class signing in NBA history. Literally just happened recently. Literally just happened recently? That was a decade ago, bro. Imagine that. That was a decade well, it ago. Did, it that was fall, 2012. It does fall on that 25-year window since Charlie, or actually 35-year window. No, no, no. Since. Those are free agents. So, okay, so New York was a destination when Melo decided to come home. I want to be Bernard King. I want to be the next phase. I want a fucking statue built Mello outside sound, the garden. That's not how Melo sounds when he talks, Dave. <laughs> Give him a break. <laughs> I'm just saying, bro. This, that was a decade ago. You say, that just happened recently. No, and that's not how Kyle sounds either. <laughs> but I'm saying, like, oh, God damn it. Dave, take a breath. I'm I hate the, the fucking coffee. Decaf for Dave I tomorrow, I promise. I, are you okay over there, Madison? Am I scaring you off? Scoop wants to know how you feel about the next. <laughs> how do I feel about the Knicks? The same way I feel about you, Scoop. <laughs> that's what I feel about the Knicks. Huh. Anyway, <laughs> all right. See, see now you're our Captain Literal man over here, Kyle, saying what David just talking about how he lets the, uh, the players walk. When I say that, I mean now they're wait, not Kyle, on the team is anymore. This the same Kyle that was just talking before. Yes, I'm Different changing voice. his voice. Shit, I can't keep up with all these voices. They're not on the team anymore. However you want to put it, they don't last in New York. They don't stay. They don't make themselves at home. They don't buy a fucking apartment in New York because they're not going to be here that long. Holy shit. <laughs> NBA draft tonight at 8. Tune 8 o'clock. Tune into the draft. I'm excited because I'm a Knicks fan. I can't wait I'm for 36. I can't wait for the Pelicans <laughs> to use the my team's pick for at Who's the overall. Who's your team? The Lakers. Oh, Jesus. I You've told been, you this day I one. I know. I forgot. <sighs> you always been a Lakers fan? That's I, exactly has that story? How, like when, when people say Lakers and you're like. You know what? That's Cowboys. That's Cowboys. So you have uh, to. Fair. Fair. Get I, off I, your I, perch. I so regret, I, hold on. <laughs> I'm off the perch now. Right. Uh, that was totally uh, <laughs> an unexpected and not not even appropriate. So when I was Lakers younger, <laughs> big big Kobe Bryant fan. Kobe Bryant is and will always be my favorite basketball player that I've ever watched. And I like the Lakers. Kind of lost interest in the NBA a little bit. And then when it started to pick back up, kind of gravitated towards the the local 
local teams. Oh, so so you don't give a shit. So you're so not you're, not, you're, so you're, a, Gooch, you're a Gooch NBA fan. Uh, yeah, you don't really have a team. You just like the league. Well, I, I no, I do like the Lakers. I do. I I will whenever yeah, even Madison's team, calling your bluff. By the way, that's that's fine. <laughs> I'm used to it. All right. So right now the Lakers but, the Lakers have AD who doesn't play while Brandon Ingram is like becoming a budding superstar. Lonzo Ball is like a really good point guard and whatever <laughs> they're gonna get in the eighth with the eighth pick this year, all for AD and a championship. Though. AD they got, get a championship. Say, AD got them a championship. So I mean. It, it, you know, so it, when it's you kind of weird. When you, when you know, when like this last is, year, when everybody shot comment. a basket, when people were like, you know, you shot at a garbage, it was like Kobe. Kobe. Now, if you miss, do you go Tatum? Oh, Jesus <laughs> Tatum. Christ. <laughs> Scoop thinks Kobe's not a top 10 talent. You heard me. All right. Listen, Scoop, I, I, I'm done. I'm I not going to talk about Kobe I mean, Bryant right now. I mean, that's just, a debate. 100%. He, <laughs> like, God, he's top, he's top five for me, but that's also not me being I mean, biased. I mean, not, there's there's no other 10. player. He's like definitely him. in the top ten. Stop. It's Kobe Bryant, bro. Come on. Top ten talent, right? Top ten player of all now time. We're, 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 all right, fine. Remember, right. Steph Curry doesn't make your top ten. So you're telling me Kobe Bryant's not good as Steph Curry? He's definitely better. We're 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 changing the parameters here. Here we go, right? Because <laughs> I want to see Dave get fired up again. I don't really something that do he this. actually doesn't give a shit about, like Kobe. Ready? So Kobe is in a top ten talent, but he's top wait, one wait, in on, the mentality. Gandahar, what was this? Gangahar, Dahar. Uh, you, you said you forget Julius Randle and D'Angelo Russell. Do you think I give a fuck what Gangahar says? I was in the middle of talking, and I'm going to stop <laughs> what I have to say so fucking Gangahar could talk about D'Angelo Russell. Hey man, thank you for hey, watching though. Seriously, Gangdahar, thank you. Uh, Madawan, New Jersey. I got a seat for you, <laughs> and you could talk all you like about. Julius Randle and D'Angelo Russell. Gang the heart. How you doing, buddy? Also, subscribe to the video. And, and, <laughs> and please uh, give us a nice, nice thumbs up. Subscribe to the channel and like the video. I'm sure he's really a big I fan of us it. out of nowhere. Oh, my God. Uh, the God. energy is real. Yes, it is. Because um, it's NBA draft night, so baby. So I'll explain my Kobe take off air. At, no, 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 explain it now. A, nah, no, 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 explain it now right, because so, we got so uh, for a couple minutes. Sake, Kobe Bryant's not a top 10 talent, even though he's a top 10 player, because sometimes talent doesn't necessarily translate, but he's got the Mamba mentality, so he enters the top Five, top ten right? players of all time. Players of all time. Yes. But I think KD is more talented than Kobe. This is this is my. Th- I mean, I'm not going to argue with you. This is the thing. I, I can't. That, like, I can't. Stay, right. I don't have a leg to stand on with that one. So it's like so I'm, not, I'm just going to leave it alone. With <laughs> K- KD is a fantastic player, and Nick's like, I got this one day, and he <laughs> des- he deserves to be in the top ten. Kobe Bryant, understanding what I'm saying though, <laughs> single Kobe Bryant literally turned the Lakers around. Even though you know he did well, have some help with Shaq Pagasol. and Pagasol, but he he utilized those role players were were guys not, that wouldn't not, really bro, make an NBA so, team so now. Make no mistake about it, I'm just trolling. I know, right? So I'm good. I think Kobe oh, is a top Jesus. ten player. I'm just him. messing with the whole Jesus. with the masses here. Uh, anyway, uh, Sean Redden with the comment of the day, maybe he goes, "When I go to throw away a piece of trash, I don't shoot it. I pass it to someone else and throw it away and say, Ben Simmons." <laughs> That there you go. Way money. to piggyback off of a fucking solid joke, Sean. There it is. I love it. I see love it. Sean, we will see you Sunday, bro. I'm excited. Anyway. I also oh, Gandahar's back. I also I, think Hakeem is better than Shaq, too. I think Hakeem is the most underrated player. When I, Shaq retired, nobody put Shaq over Hakeem. And now, like, since it dissipated a little bit. I just bit, watched a three-minute reel of Shaq. What an unbelievable player he was. Historically, I mean, though, he, he in terms broke, of all-time centers, the rankings, hoop you know, Hakeem times. definitely had it over Shaq. When Shaq retired, I was looking at all the pundits, all the analysts, and it was like Kareem, Wilt, 
Hakeem Shaq was like fourth, even even fifth in some. I cases. mean, look, I, I see Hakeem Olajuwon in my nightmares. I mean, he literally ruined the chance for the '94 Knicks to win the title. So trust the dream. me, dream. His nickname is the Dream. Wow, so how do you like that? The Dream go. is in my nightmares. A little. Uh, and he also did beat Shaq in his in the NBA Finals too. When? Oh, the Magic. That's right. That was Penny Hardaway. What a great team that was, by the way. Those are the Magic with the white jerseys and the black stripes. It was like it was Pinch Penny. Strikes. No better than any Shaq. No better than any Pacers or Knicks team. It's just the only reason why they were there was because Jordan wasn't. Can we agree to that? I saw a stat today. Somebody put it in the Chop Sports Facebook group that like from 1984 to like 1999, Jordan led the league in scoring every single year except the two years he was gone. It was like David Robinson and. I forget who else, who, who the other guy was. But. Yeah, it's why I have a hard time when people are like, oh, Dwight Howard only led his team to one finals. And they're like, him and Ewing, well, I agree that Ewing is the better player. I'm you not talk going about there. a guy with a, with a shitty legacy to leave behind when it's all said and done. Who, Dwight Howard? Yeah. Yeah, it's unfortunate because his legacy is like, you look at he's got all, eight all, all defensive first teams. That's what teams. I'm saying, like his, but like... You know what I'm saying? Like, now you don't even look at him like a, he's a piece. More well, that's what happens when you play for 20 years and you're only good, really good for 10 of them. You know, like yeah. his, his career numbers gone down in high school. I don't think you can really say, you know, he's also, he's gone to Lakers three different times. <laughs> Scoop, you are just, you're trending, <laughs> treading on very, very tight, tight. You're walking this fine rope. It's like you're about to fall off, but you don't, and you, you should be pushed off, actually. So that is called trending rope. rope. <laughs> trending a very tight rope, Scoop. Walking on thin ice. Shut, just everybody shut up, all right? I'm done. Let's go to Costco. We are good. <laughs> <laughs> Madison gave me the let's go, let's get out of here. All right, guys. Well, it's been a show. It's been a fun one. I am very optimistic that the Knicks change their franchise tonight. It happens tonight at the 11th pick in the draft because they won't trade up because they're incompetent. So at the 11th pick, whoever they take, we got a nice core little young nucleus that's going to take us to the promised land with absolutely no stars on the team because you don't need stars in the team. Are we you don't doing need the Knicks again? What? Are we doing the Knicks again? Nah, nah, we're going here. For Sturch and Gooch and Nick and Madison, this has been another episode of the Chop Sports Daily. If you like the content you've seen, please be sure to subscribe to the channel. If you're not subscribed to the channel, what the hell are you waiting for? We go live every day. Monday through Friday, 11 o'clock, we talk sports. We chop it up, okay? We uh, we talk life. We we give you life lessons. We talk Jimmy, about spirits. Jimmy clothes. We talk ghosts. We talk ghosts. We talk Loch Ness Monster. I we have talk to piss, all, so... I have to have a piece <laughs> since we started, We're going to so move, move... Hold it. I'm going <laughs> to... This is, this is like the third time in a year and a half you've walked off the show before it's ended. And I'm tired <laughs> of it. That's not bad. Three <laughs> that's not, times in you're right. You know what? That is a low percentage. I feel like the show ended like three times. Wow. Okay. So I guess... Goodbye. All right. Goodbye, YouTube. Yeah, we're... Come on, YouTube. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Feel Good Friday coming at you. But there was this one company, I think, called Chop Sports Media. Chop Sports Media. Yeah.